0: Welcome to the Sing Ageless Podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Asosa E, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we'll be talking about the role of vitamin E to boost our health and promote longevity. To get this longevity party started, I'm going to give you a brief rundown of the health benefits of vitamin E and some of the foods and supplements that can help you boost intake. And later today, we'll be chatting with our expert for today, the amazing Dr. Barry Tan, who is hailed as a trailblazer and the world's foremost most expert on vitamin E. I am grateful to have each and every one of you tuning into the show from all over the world. Shout out to listeners in the USA, the UK, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, France, Germany, and much more. If today's show inspires you, I'm inviting you to go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. Hey y'all. Hey. So today we're going to talk about vitamin E. And before I get into all the good information, I just want to say that whenever I talk about individual vitamins, that doesn't mean that you need to run out immediately and purchase an individual vitamin supplement and start going ham on each one. Really, is for you to understand the function of that nutrient in your diet and how it can help your health. And there are some people who may need to run out and get a vitamin E supplement after they hear this um, hear this information. But it's really important that we try, at least for me in my practice, when I work with clients, I try not to make sure they I try to make sure that their supplements are tailored in a way that they don't have like fifty different pill bottles of different isolated, you know, nutrients. Um, depending on what the issue is. So that's just a little caveat, all right? Vitamin E is a fat-soluble vitamin. It's necessary for many bodily processes. It helps maintain the integrity of our cell membranes. It promotes normal blood clotting and it supports the immune system. Vitamin E is also one of the most powerful antioxidants in nature. It works synergistically with other vitamins and minerals to protect cells from damage caused by free radicals, as we know. This is really important for slowing aging. Free radicals are unstable molecules that cause cellular damage and, of course, contribute to rapid aging. So vitamin E comes in eight different forms and each has its unique function. There's alpha-tocopherol. This is the primary form of vitamin E in human bodies. Um, Alpha-tocopherol is the most active form of vitamin E and it's responsible for protecting cell membranes and maintaining normal blood clotting. Then there's gamma-tocopherol, beta-tocopherol, delta-tocopherol, and these are less active than alpha, but they're primarily found in foods high in saturated fats. Tocotrienols are the least active form of vitamin E. They're only present in small amounts in food, and they're mainly produced in the body. RDA allowances for vitamin D are different depending on age and gender. For children ages one to eight they say 15 milligrams a day of vitamin E. Adults, 19 to 50, should get around 60 milligrams a day of vitamin E. Pregnant or breastfeeding women, 75 milligrams a day of vitamin E. And men over the age of 50 should take 90 milligrams per day of vitamin E. And vitamin E supplements are commonly recommended for people who have low levels of vitamin E in their bloodstream. And supplementing it can also help reduce the risk of certain cancers or cardiovascular issues. This is One of the first things I think of with vitamin E is when I'm dealing with someone with cardiovascular problems. Uh, Vitamin E is necessary for the proper functioning of the immune system and also normal brain function. It's involved in maintaining skin integrity and also protecting our eyesight. If you were to have deficiency of vitamin E, some of the symptoms you might experience may include fatigue, weakness, poor memory, depression, or irritability, And if for some reason you took too much vitamin E or you just had too much going on, you might uh, experience nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, headache, and dizziness. Vitamin E is present in many foods, including nuts, seeds, leafy green vegetables, whole grains, beans, and fish oils. But I'm going to go a little bit in depth in each category just to give you some background on some good sources. So for nuts and seeds, nuts in general are high in vitamin E. Um, For instance, almonds, 23 nuts, provides... 7.3 milligrams of vitamin E. Pine nuts, 3 milligrams and 2 tablespoons. Peanut butter, 18% of the daily value of vitamin E in 2 tablespoons. Also, hazelnuts, pecans, pistachios, walnuts, and cashews have decent amounts of vitamin E. Seeds are also rich in vitamin E. Pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds have 7.4 milligrams in one ounce. Sesame seeds, flax seeds, chia seeds, hemp seeds, All these are great sources of vitamin E and you can eat them raw or roasted or however you like them. And then leafy greens, bell peppers, and avocado. These are good sources of vitamin E. Turnip greens, spinach, Swiss chard, butternut squash, kale, collard greens, um, mustard greens, all of them are decent sources. Um, You can eat any of these greens cooked or raw. Um, Sweet pepper varieties have a range of nutrients, including vitamin E. A medium raw pepper has around two milligrams of vitamin E and one half of an avocado has 20% of the vitamin E requirement. Whole grains. All whole grain kernels contain three parts, the bran, germ, and endosperm. Each section houses health-promoting nutrients. The bran is the fiber-rich outer layer that supplies B vitamins, iron, copper, zinc, magnesium, antioxidants, and phytochemicals. Phytochemicals are natural chemical compounds and plants that have been researched for their role in disease prevention. I think I've talked about phytochemicals on this podcast. The germ is the core of the seed where growth occurs and it's rich in healthy fats. That's where some of the vitamin E is, B vitamins, phytochemicals, and antioxidants. And the endosperm is the interior layer that holds carbohydrates, protein, and small amounts of some B vitamins and minerals. Oatmeal, brown rice, barley, quinoa, millet, buckwheat, amaranth, and wheat berries are all good sources of vitamin E. Wheat germ oil actually has 20 milligrams of vitamin E per tablespoon, which is 135% of the daily value. Beans. Beans have smaller amounts of vitamin E, but they're still useful as they contribute to your overall daily intake. So black beans, kidney beans, pinto beans, navy beans. Lima beans, lentils, and garbanzo beans all have small amounts and can be added to your diet to increase your overall intake. And then fish. Fish are an excellent source of omega-3 fatty acids, as we know, essential nutrients for both physical and cognitive health. Research shows that in addition to individual health benefits, vitamin E can also help protect and promote omega-3 effects in your body, which is really dope. Fish high in vitamin E include Atlantic salmon at four milligrams per fillet and rainbow trout at two milligrams per fillet. Some of the general health benefits of vitamin E. Well, first of all, it's an antioxidant. And as I mentioned, antioxidants help reduce free radicals and in turn can help slow aging overall. So essentially, the more antioxidants that you consume, the better. So it's really great, obviously, to get in. Good amounts of the foods that I mentioned, and you will definitely have enough vitamin E. Another benefit is cancer prevention. Vitamin E may reduce the risk of developing some cancers. In laboratory studies, vitamin E has been shown to inhibit the growth of breast, colon, prostate, lung, and stomach cancers. It helps again with our vision health. It's so a study published by the National Institutes of Health in 2021 showed the people who ate diets rich in vitamin E had. Less age-related eye disease than those who did not eat enough vitamin E. And then there's heart health, which is the first thing that I usually think about when I think about vitamin E. A study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition in 1999 showed that people who consumed high amounts of vitamin E were at lower risk of a heart attack. The study evaluated the association between vitamin E intake and the relative risk of coronary heart disease in prospective epidemiologic studies. The statistical results show that there was an excess risk of coronary mortality in women who consumed low amounts of dietary vitamin E compared with women who consumed high amounts. And then there's immune system support. Vitamin E can boost your immune system. A review done by the National Library of Medicine in 2020 shows that vitamin E is one of the specific micronutrients required for immune support to reduce the risk of infection and then there's our skin. Vitamin E can help maintain skin health. A study published by the National Library of Medicine in 2012 showed that vitamin E is one of the agents that promote skin health and beauty. And vitamin E has been used in dermatology since the 1950s to help protect the skin from signs of aging, sun damage, and inflammation. So I'm sure you've probably seen an advertised, or it might be in some products that you have in your bathroom right now. Healthy hair. As an antioxidant vitamin, it aids in reducing the damage that the environment does to your hair. It can support your hair by rejuvenating, conditioning the scalp while also providing potent antioxidants to create a healthy scalp environment. Its nourishing properties can restore proper function and help your hair grow properly. Vitamin E reduces itchiness, dandruff, and in oil form, it can help your skin retain its natural hydration, preventing dryness and flakiness on your scalp. Additionally, it might enhance circulation to the scalp. And last but not least, hormone balancing. Your neurological and endocrine systems can both benefit from vitamin E since it naturally helps to keep your hormones in check. In a 2005 study published in Nutrition and Cancer, a peer-reviewed medical journal, they found evidence that vitamin E may inhibit estrogen receptor positive cell growth by altering the cellular response to estrogen. That's a lot, child. There's a Vitamin E is very, very, obviously very, very critical. So we got to make sure we get it in our diet. And if we are at risk for cardiovascular issues or other things, it also can't hurt to also supplement. But finding the right supplement is key, which is why I'm super excited about our guest, um, who's going to elaborate on his discoveries. And um, we'll even link the supplement that he recommends in the show notes. So, now that you know more about the health benefits and ways to increase your intake, I hope you can understand why it's important for us to consume foods that are rich in vitamin E for general health. All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll chat with our amazing guests. So, stay tuned. Are you a woman struggling with horrible periods, fibroids, endometriosis? PCOS, infertility, or unsavory menopausal symptoms? I'm associate E, also known as The Raw Girl of therawgirl.com. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And in my Hormone Balancing Academy, me and my team can help you approach any hormonal challenge you are facing from a holistic perspective. Don't take my word only for it. Here's a snippet from a recent client whose fibroids shrunk after following my recommendations.
1: Um, come to find out, my fiber shrunk to a 1.5. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> I was so happy and grateful to God and A. Sosa and you know just her program. Really, outside of my fiber shrinking, I am off of chicken, so I don't do meat. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> and I don't do dairy. Don't you know we don't do that anymore and my weight is steadily at a one, 101 pounds as of today so my weight did go up um, so I'm really happy with you know with my results I'm really grateful to you know to God and to to Sosa and her her raw girl program and I highly 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 recommend you sign up for raw girl you won't regret it
0: Just in case you missed it, head on back to season six and hear more of the amazing glow up stories from women who have overcome infertility, normalized incessant periods, and much more. If you or someone you know are interested in reaching your hormonal health goals with support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a free 20 minute call and a member of our team will talk to you. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Dr. Barry Tan is hailed as a trailblazer and the world's foremost expert on vitamin E. A scientist first and foremost, Dr. Tan earned his PhD in chemistry and biochemistry from the University of Otago, New Zealand, and spent several years as a professor at UMass. His research expertise includes lipid-soluble nutrients, carotenoids, e-vitamers, CoQ10, and omega-3s that impact chronic conditions. He was the first to introduce tocotrienol benefits to the nutrition industry and developed the first ever tocopherol free tocotrienol product derived from annatto. Dr. Tan continues to collaborate with numerous universities worldwide to further tocotrienol research. Beyond tocotrienol, Dr. Tan's research now spans into gerinol geranial, a critical endogenous nutrient for healthy aging. Dr. Tan has held roles of chief scientific officer and scientific board member for multinational organizations. His career includes periods working in association with the U.S. Armed Forces and a Prince of Thailand, as well as being an internationally celebrated and sought after speaker, having presented at multiple respected conferences in the field. Renowned for his engaging warmth and gracious humor, Dr. Tan has also been featured in an array of popular media including the Ben Greenfield and JJ Virgin podcasts. Dr. Tan is currently the president of American River Nutrition, a natural health R&D company. He started with his wife, Elizabeth, in 1998. Described as a scientific pioneer, his mission is simple, to improve the everyday health of people's lives. Dr. Barry Tan, thank you so much for joining me today on Staying Ageless. I'm really excited to speak to you today.
2: Hey, good morning. It's also This is a pleasant uh, uh time for us, and I hope that this will be a meaningful and useful thirty minutes for your listener to listen on to the wonder of this vitamin E that I discovered from the Amazonia years ago.
0: Yeah, let's talk about this discovery. I was super fascinated when I read about you. I was like, wow, first of all you're you're so highly accomplished. It's really amazing what you've done in the scientific world, but then. I thought it was super cool that this vitamin E discovery sort of started with something that I'm very f- familiar with because I'm from West Africa, which is palm oil or palm, the palm tree. Can you tell us what like what led to your fascination with vitamin E in the first place and, and sort of drove you to end up um, making this discovery?
2: <laughs> well, the slightly longer story, but I'll try to keep it short, was okay. when I was a uh, a UMass professor in the early 1980s. And I was studying uh, palm oil, exactly as you said, because you brought it up. My native home is in Malaysia,
0: Mm -hmm. palm
2: trees came from Africa and then the British brought it probably 150, 200 years ago to Southeast Asia and the mm. climatic condition is perfect. Today, probably 80% of all the palm oil comes from Malaysia and Indonesia. Mm. I grew up there. Then i when I came to UMass, University of Massachusetts to study, I continued to uh, study this palm oil and people who know palm oil know that it's intensely red color. And, yes. and uh, uh, the use of the palm oil, they're uh, the color out so that the palm is look more like corn oil color because the color has been stripped out and my my task initially was to study the carotene I did that mm-hmm. but for the purpose of this discussion when I remove uh, uh, the carotene, I was also interested to see what other phytonutrients. But since most of it is a a fat, so I removed the fat. And then I found out about half a percent or one percent, something I cannot remove. That was when I looked into that and found out, first, it is a vitamin E, but it is Mm. not the normal vitamin E tocopherol, like you see Mm -hmm. in the cereal box. But it's Mm -hmm. the lesser known vitamin E called, I know it's a mouthful of a word, tocotrienol tocotrienol, right. and then that started my career probably at that time, 1983 or 4, something like that, and then I found out that about a two-third, three-quarter of this vitamin E are the tocotrienols, and about one-quarter to one-third of it, tocopherol, so that's a mm-hmm. big in- and then I start to do a lot of research at the university. And then, and then, sometime subsequently, I also discover toco from rice bran. You know, when you have brown rice, the brand also contains toko mm-hmm. uh, uh, And then it's half tokofrol and half toco in the rice, uh, like that. So, okay. So if we did a lot of study and found out that, you know, uh, the palm thing works uh, good. But not all the time. Troubling enough that approximately nearing half the time, it didn't work. So it bothered me. So Mm -hmm. I stopped the study to find out why. And then a shorthand answer was the presence and the amount of tocopherol with the tocotrienol. Notice how I said it? The Mm -hmm. presence of tocopherol with the tocotrienol found Mm -hmm. in palm and in rice interfere with the function of tocotrieno, I stopped that. So I just said, so, huh. so, and because but usually if one is good, a mixture of different things are better. It is correct to your listening to you and I. However, if you accept the understanding that synergy is a possibility, mm-hmm. you cannot reject that antagonism is not a possibility right In, in other words, they come they doesn't have to come hand in hand. you have to accept there is a possibility. Most of the time, nature produces things that are synergistic. occasionally right. they are not and this is one of those exceptions. So and I don't actually enjoy the exceptions of so because in doing so, I actually I don't want to say waste. I have to spend another ten years of my life figuring out why the tocopherol uh, interferes with the function, uh, and ten years uh, is a long time. Uh, anyway, uh, I spent the time, I figured it out, and during that time, remember, I started with the carotene, the the red yeah. palm oil. So I kind of like took a break from the vitamin E study, which i have already spent twenty years. Yeah, and the, the break is my going back to. Call, try, you know vitamin e i tell you how it is actually magical it's actually spiritual it's actually prophetic and it's actually my fate but mm-hmm. it, it, i took a break because I, I did too much work on vitamin e so yes. in 1994 there was a harvard professor and ophthalmologist eye doctor mm-hmm. she was able to her name is johanna Seiden. And Joanna Sedan, Professor Sedan was able to find the back of the retina of the eye, the very sensitive area, and Mm -hmm. right in the center of it, where you look at someone, you see their face at the center of it, is Mm -hmm. called the fovea. And in the fovea, you have a lot of carotene called zeaxanthin. And Mm -hmm. as you fan out from the retina, you have more lutein. So basically, Mm lutein and zeaxanthin which is mm-hmm. why people say if you eat a lot of good greenish vegetables, you got a lot of this. And I knew the petals of marigold, the beautiful marigold plant in South America, in Peru, large, big marigold plant. They have a lot of lutein and zeaxanthin. I was mm-hmm. kind of like a medicine man. I flew there to find out uh, this. And I did find out that. If you mm. later, if you ask me how to access and download a copy of my book, free of charge, you can mm-hmm. read my storytelling there. So I did find that. So I was mm-hmm. happy to do that. Now, faith has it, or God has given this to me, literally 20, 30 feet away from me. Wow. I found this plant called ANATO, A-N-N-A-T-T-O. Mm-hmm. This plan Uh, is first discovered in the Amazonia from all the way from Ecuador to the Amazonian Basin to uh, Brazil. In Africa, you grow them in Ghana, in Kenya, and all the sub-Saharan. It cannot be grown in desert, desert area, but relatively dry, but have Mm -hmm. enough rain and sunshine area. But mostly today, it's grown all over South America, India, and part of Southeast Asia like that. Now, I found this plant in Peru while I was looking for the carotene for the eye. Remember? I did yeah. it for that. And then I found this plant. And I said, whoa, wait a minute. This plant is reddish color. And the British call this the lipstick plant. And I said, wait a minute. This is the carotene, but usually carotene. In other words, if you... Sc- If you squeeze and you grab a stick of carrot shaved Mm -hmm. and you grab a a tomato, you will not find your hand stained with beta-carotene from carrot nor stained with your uh, finger with the tomato of the lycopene. But if you swipe... the natto, you stain your hand red. So the Inca Indian is a very old plant. They use it marking on their thing, uh, marking on their body for the ranking. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. probably in Africa, they did something like that. Or they mm-hmm. used it for uh, a cooking of food for the nice red color. They do this all over in South America. Now, okay. and this, this is where I make the discovery to make the change. Wow. I, just, I, I knew that this carotene is unstable. So I surmise, I guess, there would be something that is a powerful antioxidant that protected. it. I never guessed it was a vitamin E. I was guessing mm-hmm. it's a polyphenolic, a phenolic compound. There are many mm-hmm. antioxidants like that. Mm-hmm. So surprising to me, it was not a polyphenolic. More surprising to me, it is a vitamin E compound. And wow. most surprising to me, it is the only vitamin E compound that is completely free of tocopherol, only wow. tocotrienol. So the plant make this tocotrienol the most potent form to protect the color from degradation. I said, wow. voila. So now I discover something uh, uh, c- compared to my earlier decades of discovery from palm and from rice, Containing 25 to 50 percent tocopherol with a mix mm-hmm. of tocotrienol, so the anato is completely free of tocopherol. So I thought, okay. So I go back to the chopping block. I totally forgotten about lutein and zeaxanthin from the eye. Went back again after a recess of about five years or so from tocotrienol. I came back to this, and then and then the last 25 years. I largely only study tocotrienol from this wonderful plant, Anato. So that's my discovery.
0: (laughs) Wow, it's it's amazing. Um, Can you explain for the layperson? So we have different forms of vitamin E, right? So tocopherols are the ones that I think everyone is more familiar with, or they may not even think of it as that. They might just think of it as vitamin E. And it's in a lot of our supplements. And tocotrienols, you're saying that they both occur because they were both in the palm oil, right? But mm-hmm. that the tocopherols were an antagonist to the tocotrienols when they're in the palm oil. Is that correct?
2: That is correct.
0: Okay. So when we get the tocotrienols in this natural form from the annatto, what are the differences in the benefits or how the body processes that versus the, when I'm getting it from maybe palm oil or I'm getting it just from the toc- tocopherols by itself?
2: yeah and and the major difference is there first you take a step back in mm-hmm. the vitamin e class there mm-hmm. are two groups to and tocotrienol and each one of them have four uh uh, uh, uh structure for four a uh, 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 molecule so in mm-hmm. the tocopherol they have the four greek letters alpha beta delta gamma tocopherol and okay. then the same for the tocotrienol, alpha, beta, delta, gamma, tocotrienol. So now i give you the end okay. at the beginning. The two most potent vitamin E are delta tocotrienol and gamma tocotrienol. Just keep keep that in mind. Delta ah. as in the delta airline, gamma, uh, uh, gamma tocotrienol, like people use it for gamma radiation. So that's two Greek words like that. Yes. But the most well-known one is on the other side, the tocopherol side, the alpha-tocopherol. Yes. The way alpha, of the eight uh, uh, structures and molecules, only alpha-tocopherol have uh, what you call, biochemists call them uh, a transport protein. So now mm-hmm. for a common person, that doesn't mean anything. I tell you what it means. It means that it has a chaperone. It has Mm. a chaperone to direct it to your body. In other words, if you were to have a, if you were to be Nicole Kidman, say, and then Mm -hmm. you go to an academy thing, you don't have to wait 24 hours in line. You come out of your car, you walk straight in. Everybody Mm -hmm. else have to wait. So they have a particular privilege and chaperone to go in. Mm -hmm. Alpha to has that. None of the okay. other tocopherol and completely none of the tocotrienol have. So they have to passively diffuse. So if you have tocopherol and tocotrienol come together mm-hmm. and people take so much alpha-tocopherol from supplement, it completely mm-hmm. blocked the tocotrienol from absorbing because wow. to- tocopherol have a right of passage. like. Nicole Kidman or other previously Academy Award winners have a right of passage to go straight into the theater, and everybody right. else has to wait for 24 hours like that. So when people take Toko you know, which is hard to find to begin with, and if yeah. you find the benefit, why do you want to do something that would block it? Normally, in nature, they don't block; they work synergistically. But we found on un- we found convincingly tocopherol block. That was why when we used palm tocotrienol and rice tocotrienol initially, we found that half the time it works and half the time it doesn't work. And more, Mm -hmm. sometimes even more than half the time it didn't work. So that means Mm. tocotrienol is a lost cause if you wanted to use it to intervene or mitigate conditions. So we now found anato tocotrienol that free of tocopherol. So then we got it now. Not only okay. is that free of tocophera uh, 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 it's also it's another magic. It contains only delta tocotrienol, 90% oh, wow. of it, and 10% oh, wow. gamma tocotrienol. And these are the two most potent two ones most to be with. One. Now, I did not make the plant do this. So, so. <laughs> I, I, I actually discovered, so I'm actually, it is a spiritual moment for me. There are people who go to the Amazonia or go to Africa to look at that. And in the wake of it, they get disease, they get mosquito bites, or or they come back empty-handed. I was going to the Amazonia to look for a carotene that protects the eye from good health. And this is purely a tree just right in front of me. And then I just happened to ask the right question to find it in some way is undeserving. And because of that, I have a duty to figure out what this plan can do to provide health benefit to people. It really is like that. And because of that, I sat around, I'm not making a whole lot of money. I sat around trying to figure out what it can do to help to benefit people. So that's Mm. my last 25 years of my life. After which, uh, uh, before which, I have already 20 years of my life studying tocotrienol. So this is a very slow train coming. It's not a fast right. train at all.
0: <laughs> right. So what did you discover about the benefits of tocotrienols? What What are some of the things that we can actually... What, what are some conditions that can benefit from it? And how can it just help us in general with our health or longevity?
2: This is an excellent question. And I'll take... The highest step like like you have a funnel, the, the biggest step. So first we study conditions that are chronic. So mm. then of course the audience can know what kind of chronic condition, but it works on just about every chronic conditions that we have studied, which means wow. that it's not typical of young people, but it's typical of people who are 30 years and older. And as Mm -hmm. we get to 40, 50, 60 and above, then it's even more indicative to be useful to them. So Mm -hmm. first, we spent about 10, 15 years, hundreds of papers study in animal study. What conditions did we study? We -hmm. studied people that have dyslipidemia or lipidemia, which means Mm -hmm. their cholesterol is high, their triglyceride high, lipid in our body like that. Yes. And then we study uh, people with pre-diabetes. The sugar is not off the chart, but normal high.
0: Mm-hmm. See what
2: I mean? Mm-hmm. And, then the, and then we also study people with uh, type 2 diabetes. So their sugar is high. And also when this type 2 diabetes and pre-diabetes, we also notice the inflammation sustained in the body is also moderately high or high. So then Mm -hmm. we see, so we kind of like know and some nuanced aspect. Then we decided to study uh, people, people who have prediabetes and diabetes have another silent disease. It's already considered an epidemic. I know people say, oh, it's epidemic, it's not pandemic. I know Mm -hmm. people talk about pandemic because of what we are going through, but Mm -hmm. remember, before there's this huge pan- pandemic, they kill millions and millions of people, and then they are epidemic. Epidemic is a bad word. When, and and that condition is of fatty liver disease. So if yeah. the audience want to find out more, you go online, you type the, uh, the acronym NAFLD. It stands for non alcohol fatty liver disease, NAFLD, then you will know from the CDC, from the WHO, it's all over the map. It is not just American, it's global, it's in Europe, it's in Africa, in Asia, all over South America like that. And it's about 25 to 30% of people have fatty liver disease. It's because we consume a huge amount of fat and, and And because it gives a lot of calorie, in other words, the liver becomes sick, like people in earlier days that have liver cirrhosis because of alcohol. So in other words, with high fat intake, the insult to the liver is like that of alcohol insult. Who would have guessed? 30 years later, you can insult the liver with high fat intake like you did 30 to 50 years ago. I never guessed that. So so now this is going to be a serious epidemic. There simply will not be enough liver for transplant on people. Anyway, we study fatty liver disease. So we did an animal. After we done that, we selectively do clinical study in human. So we study people with dyslipidemia uh, which means mm-hmm. lipids go all over the map we study people with pre diabetes, not yet diabetic and see mm-hmm. how it would help them the sugar normalize and then we study people wow. with di- diabetes that the sugar definitely normalized but we also f- study a, a thing called Homer ir so Homer ir is homostatic a Model Assessment of the Insulin Resistant. H- H-O-M-A-I-R. You can Google and read more about this. Basically, HOMA-I-R is what the American Diabetes Association said. How you balance between sugar level as well as the insulin response. You want the sugar to be normal, but you want the insulin to be functional. You don't want the insulin to be dysfunctional. Dysfunctional insulin means they cannot take care of the sugar in your blood. So, that also become normalized and drop, and finally we study uh, liver steatosis, which means the fat in the liver to be contained and reduced. And yeah. absolutely, finally, uh, we also study people with fibrosis. In other words, if the liver is so full of fat, they have scarring tissue, and when they have scarring tissue, it is not considered to be reversible. So we yeah. we study all of these things with fatty liver. It works with people with fatty liver, type 2 diabetes, prediabetes, and dyslipidemia. And when we study, one last thing, and when we study people with fatty liver, we notice this. We mm. did not put this in the original study protocol. We noticed yeah. that when we study them in three months, six months, and 12 months, this fatty liver patient, they actually lose uh, lose. A uh, ten to fifteen pound. Now, I'm not claiming vitamin E, tocotrienol, you know, to be weight loss like people will see that in two to four weeks that you see a lot of advertisement. If I right. do this, it will it would disappoint people like mad. But we study right. them, and three months, six months, and twelve months, we consistently see in these three, six, twelve months they drop ten to fifteen pound. So if you consider that weight loss, great but it's not in two to four weeks. So with that, there's nothing to sneeze at. People who have fatty liver disease are typically overweight, and if they can lose about 5% of their weight, that is a blessing and a good news. So I'm passing this on to you, to your audience. If you do have this condition, you may find that the toco trieno vitamin E make sure it is from Anato. it would help to benefit and bring your life out of kilter out of kilter back into balance again.
0: I'm so glad you brought up fatty liver disease because literally the episode right before yours is is with a client of mine who we were able to reverse this fatty liver disease in about nine months or so and wow. um. Yeah, and he lost like over twenty pounds, and you know, so it's it's a really good follow up to that conversation because it gives people another tool. I really want to know um what the doses were, or like what if the, is there a general dose for good maintenance? Can you mega dose tocotrienols, and if so, when would that be useful? I, I kind of want to understand like what the dosage, how the dosage would work.
2: Yes, that that is the. Very good question as well. And before I forget, if you want to make an introduction to me, to that person and and me, then we can uh, uh, give like that later. That would be great. Uh, The doses, you asked two, three questions. I tried to remember to answer them. And I have it in a generalized fashion, and it's kind of like derived from the clinical study would be... Mm -hmm. A person who have antioxidant health, in, not, in other words, the person have no other condition, problem, chronic, or whatever, just as a body mm-hmm. antioxidant like that to protect the fat in their body, we have about 30% mm-hmm. or 35% fat, then that person needs approximately 100 to 200 milligrams. If the person has mild wow. chronic condition like that, then it's probably about 200 uh, to about 400 milligrams. I put a range like that because people have different weight and size. So two to 400 milligrams for mild mm-hmm. chronic conditions. And then for advanced mm-hmm. chronic condition, and then it would be more like 400 to 600 milligrams. This is based on all the clinical trials we have studied uh, like that. So mm-hmm. I consider that, a a a a good as to overdose. We the last one that I didn't say because we cannot make claims on the bottle. We have about six to eight clinical trials in Denmark to study people yeah. with a, a stage four cancer. Cancer. Wow. And the cancer that we study are uh, uh, ovarian, breast, lung, wow. and colon. And my mm-hmm. colleague in Florida is studying uh, pancreatic cancer. So these are the five. I know that there are hundreds of different cancers. In animal study, we tried it on almost 100 different cancers. And it works about just about all of them, if not really all of them. And in these five cancers, they used 900 milligrams. Remember, Mm -hmm. it's stage four cancer where no other options are available. So they take 300 milligrams for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. And we have seen no adverse side effect. To answer your question about how much is too much like that. We did not see that. I would say when people have chronic condition, even severe one, but not necessarily stage four uh, cancer patient, up to uh, 400 to 600 milligrams would suffice. Just mm-hmm. remember to take it with a meal because these are lipid soluble uh, uh, nutrient vitamin, So they mm-hmm. absorb better if you take it with a meal with proper emulsification in your food and in your gut rather than taking it on an empty stomach. I typically take mine with my lunch and dinner because okay. those are the two meals that have a higher amount of fat. So I would strongly recommend that. And if I were to be an audience listening to this, I would say don't just buy vitamin E in the market because 90%, 95% will be took off from. You do not want that like that. Right. If you take your normal food, you will get enough of your 10 to 15 milligram of vitamin E, alpha-tocopherol. But if you take, you want tocotrienol, you type my name, you Google my book, you can find the spelling and then you can find online. And if you do, remember, if it is palm or rice tocotrienol, they contain typically 25 to 50% tocopherol. It would yes. interfere with the tocotrienol. You take, why do that? You want right. it to say anato and the word is A-N-N-A-T-T-O, yeah. anato-tocotrienol, and then you do this, then you'll be completely free of tocopherol, nothing uh, to block the tocotrienol from absorption, then it's able to do the function that I mentioned earlier. If you want to know, to read more uh, deep dive, you can go to my website. It's American River Nutrition. Very simple, Nutrition.com, And you can download this kind of vitamin E. And if you want a copy of my book and it's free of charge, you can download it. If you meet me in person, I'll autograph a copy for you. The book is called The Truth About Vitamin E. Mm-hmm. And uh, you simply go to com slash book. So Barry is spelled B-A-R-R-I-E. TAN, T-A-N, one word, com uh, forward slash book. And then you can, uh, uh, to this broadcast, and then you can say the truth of the vitamin E. You can download the whole book, and you can get a lot more information uh, like this. I know our time is almost up. Perhaps another time Yeah, it's also, you can also interview me because you can tell I'm really passionate about this. Like we don't even sell finished product. Other people sell our product. We only provide the education. In addition to this vitamin E, tocotrienol, we discovered in Anato. I also discovered in this Anato, another compound. I'll say the long name and then I'll acronize it. The name is called gyroneo-gyronol. Mm-hmm. G so GG you can also download this paper uh, from our website and this help this I am sure your audience will sit up when I say this it, they'll, they'll not set up the first two things I say it, it is we, this compound GG is normally made in our body so right. if it's made in our body you instantly want to ask the question why is this compound made in our body useful our body uses compound when it's made to make a, a vitamin K is called nanoquinone four, vitamin K2 mm-hmm. It is also used in a body to make another very critical compound called coenzyme Q10 without coenzyme yeah. Q10, our body cannot convert energy. We will simply will have energy deficit all our time and low energy. If we don't have, we die. We cannot not have it. So we make this too. But let me tell you the third one. This one, your audience will sit up straight. We, As we grow old or we have older parents, you know exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. You look at them and you can see muscle mass loss. The yes. scientific word for that is sarcopenia. S-A-R-C-O-P-E-N-I-A, muscle mass loss. And that's why we take boosts and ensure a lot of protein and a lot of amino acid. But GG is required in a body for skeletal muscle protein synthesis. That's Mm -hmm. it. It's not an amino acid. It is not a protein. It's simply, without it, your body can make the protein that our Mm -hmm. body needs. Now, nobody talks like that. Everybody only talks, hey, you got to have the amino acid, got to have the protein because, yes, that's correct. That would be like the fuel in the tank of your car. You got to put in the fuel and that would be amino acid and protein. But when the fuel goes into the engine, you need the spark plug to fire. That spark plug is actually GG. Without the spark plug, you can fill the tank to the brim. It ain't going to work. The engine is not firing and it won't work. That quiet, unassuming compound your body makes is GG. And Mm. we discovered this GG in the Anato plant. So maybe another time you can give me a call. I would love to speak about how GG is used in the body uh, to make this. And as we grow older, We don't make enough of this and that's why we have low energy and uh, vitamin K2 uh, makes strong bone and Mm -hmm. we don't have enough strong bone and we are weakened and have osteopenia and then we also don't have enough strong muscle. That's it. The lack of strong muscle, GG. The lack of strong bone, GG. The low Mom. energy GG. And that's it. And that your this compound is made in your body all your life. Wow. Decrease only as we get old. And nobody in the universe makes it. So until you you can go online and buy this GG also. Make sure it's from Anato. And if you are from a country that you can access Anato, just buy from the store. Just simmer it and then just cook it with Anato. And if you already use it, Can you bless me, please? Can you (laughs) tell me what recipe you do? Because I'm not an African. I don't live in Africa. I don't know how people cook it. And and Chinese people don't use this material. So if you tell me what recipe you can have, I would love to try this thing out with my my wife and cook it at home. So I I hope (laughs) this is a blessing to you. I know I took more of your half an hour time. I hope you'll be blessed and I hope that you find this thing good. You can go to the store, you can easily buy this anato for many good uses. Like wow, that.
0: wow. Thank you so much, Dr. Tan. This has been really, really educational and um, all of the information you provided, I'm sure will help a lot of people. So we really appreciate your time.
2: Wow. Well, thank you so much, Sosa. And thank you for all your listeners listening on. Have a blessed weekend. And until the next, uh, tell, tell me how good things are happening to you and blessings to all.
0: Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm associate, also known as The Raw Girl of TheRawGirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body And get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who have worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. All right, all right. It's time to take a question from Instagram or email. Remember, if you would like to have your question answered on the show, all you got to do is send me a DM, slide up in my DMs on Instagram at therawgirl, or contact me via my website, therawgirl.com. Today's question is from Laura via Instagram, who says, is it better to eat vitamin E capsules or to apply it directly to the face for better skin? All right, Laura. Well, vitamin E, as I mentioned, is most commonly known for its benefits for skin health and appearance. It's been used in dermatology for a really long time. It can be applied topically to your face to reduce inflammation and also make your skin younger for sure. Many people also swear by the effects of topical vitamin E um, when it's applied overnight. So here's how you would do a vitamin E oil overnight treatment. You would wash your face, clean up any makeup or skin products. You would rinse your face afterward with lukewarm water, pat your skin dry. If you're using a pure vitamin E oil, you can mix one or two drops of it for every 10 drops of a carrier oil. So you're going to use a carrier oil that hopefully does not aggravate your skin. There are some that do aggravate my skin, so I would would choose one that did not. Things like jojoba oil, almond oil, or coconut oil. You would apply the mixture or the vitamin E. Or actually you could do with moringa oil. I would probably put in moringa oil because it wouldn't bother me. And then you would apply the mixture or the vitamin E serum of your choice to your skin using your fingers. And you can rub your face in small circular motions as you apply it. So you stimulate circulation. And then you wait 20 minutes after application before resting your face on your pillow or other services so that you can really soak all of that in. And this is best repeated once or twice a week as part of any skincare routine. And you could do it about 30 minutes before bedtime. You can also create your own vitamin E mask by combining vitamin E oil with skin soothing almond oil, uh, lemon juice, honey, and mashed avocado, which again has a lot of vitamin E. Leaving this mixture on your face for 10 to 20 minutes may boost your skin's clarity, brightness, and softness. Remember, though, that vitamin E is fat soluble, which means it can build up in your skin layer as well as your body, and you don't want it to clog your pores. So to keep it from clogging your pores or throwing off your skin's natural oil balance, don't go ham. Don't use vitamin E treatments more than once or twice a week. Some people, if they're really sensitive, may only be able to do it once a week, or they may need to pay attention to the type of oils they're using so they do not cause acne or clog up their pores. I hope that helps you. Okay, it's time to close out today's show. And I really hope that you learned a thing or two about the benefits of vitamin E, some of the food sources you can incorporate into your diet. And then I hope that you're inspired to make sure that you get enough, child, whether you're eating it, supplementing it, or whatever you want to do. Remember that although science has allowed us to learn how important certain vitamins like vitamin E are for health, when your goal is longevity and optimal health, your focus shouldn't only be on single nutrients it's important that you ensure that you're eating the rainbow and finding ways to get everything your body needs to have the total package of nutrition in order to thrive. Leave a comment for me or DM me on Instagram at the TheRawGirl if you learned anything new from this show that you'll be incorporated into your lifestyle. I'd love to hear from you. Today, I leave you with a quote from Dr. T. Colin Campbell. Removing vitamin E from its context within plant foods is like sending a general into battle without any troops. <laughs> well, that's all for today, sis. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at The Raw Girl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, TheRawGirl.com. For more in the show or to listen to past episodes, visit StayingAgelessShow.com.